welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast. On this episode, we're covering the next episode of The Bad Batch. And my name is Dan. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Yo. And Noma. How's it going? Good, good, good. Let's get into this episode. Ed, do you want to let the listeners know what we're covering? Yeah, we're going over episode two. It's called Cut and Run. Uh, we see some old characters come back. We see some new characters really develop. And honestly, in this episode... We'll tell you what, what happened, uh, what we think will happen afterwards, and any Easter eggs we found here. Um, it's it's an interesting one. It's much shorter than the first episode because it is the way that the rest of the season will be going, hopefully. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a good episode, and we can get into it real soon. Yeah. And uh, just before we do, I just wanted to give you guys a reminder that we have a May the 4th giveaway contest going on on our Twitter and Instagram pages. Check out those posts to enter in to win your chance to win a limited run games version of star wars republic commando for the ps4 it's a collector's edition it has a whole bunch of really cool stuff you'll see the picture on our social media of what it includes and you have uh, lots of chances to enter between instagram and twitter do that and noma do you want to let the listeners know how they can find us Sure. So there's a whole bunch of ways that you can get in contact with us. Uh, one of those is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got our email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram, and the handle for both of those is at voiceforcepod. And you can, as always, listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. If you missed any of that, no worries. We'll go over that one more time at the end of the episode. Thank you very much. And this is our, your final spoiler warning and only spoiler warning for this episode. If you are going to watch the episode and haven't done so yet do it now because if you run into our discussion we're going to go through all the plot points major plot points and to us discuss all the little intricacies between this episode so make sure you watch it first and then come back and listen to this episode if you'd like all right ed let's get into the episode two cut and run We pick up right after the Bad Batch breaks orbit from Kamino with Omega in tow. They clarify that they're heading to Seleucami because there is an old friend there that they can make contact with and figure out what's going on and catch their bearings before everything goes to hell. And now this is a big moment. We have a lot of cute moments for Omega in this episode. Because 100%. She's never, yeah, she's never been off. Uh, she's never been off Kamino. And so we see her experience hyperspace for the first time. She's so excited in the ship and she's bouncing around and running all over and wants to see everything so much so that by the time they've settled in, really, um, both her and Wrecker are just passed out. After, yeah, they search the, yeah. the ship to make sure there's nothing like stowed on it, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, they, they pass out like hardcore and in, into the, like the main uh, crew chamber area. Now, they do arrive at Sulukamai pretty easily and they have a pretty smooth landing. Um, and as soon as they get out, they're ready to start walking to where they need to go. But again, Omega jumps out, never experienced dirt and earth before, because we know Kamino is a huge just water ball of a planet and everything is on raised platforms. So everything is very synthetic. Um, so she finally sees a lot of organic life other than clones and other than the Kaminoans. 
So she takes a little bit of time playing, literally playing with the dirt, looking at butterflies and touching uh, plant life. Um, but they finally get to their destination. This is somewhere we've seen before, and you can reference uh, the Clone Wars episode, The Deserter, because we see Clone Cut, his now wife, Sue, and their family, which are uh, two kids. They pretty much try to catch up right there with everything that's been happening and what's the state of the the galaxy at this point. And Cut realizes that with everything on this big downhill turn, he's got to get his family out of there. And as he's speaking about the family and as he's talking about all these grim, dark things that are happening, they send the kids out to play. And we see another Omega moment where she's out there and the two children of Sue are playing with the ball. They're playing catch. And Omega's just kind of standing there being like, what's the point of this? Like, why why are you doing this? And they, as kids, they're just like, it's fun. Here, and throw it at her. She dodges, which is like, oh, see, reflexes. Yeah, I'm not going to get hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're, you're supposed to catch it. Oh. And so she's got it. She's having a lot of fun playing ball. They're inside having their big grown-up discussion. Time's turning down. They're trying to make plans what they got to do. But disaster strikes part one. Omega, getting caught up in the game and having so much fun, throws the ball a little too hard and completely off target, which is weird for a clone, but yeah. we'll get on to that. And she throws it well well past the fence. So she's here. She jumps over the fence to go get it, even though the two kids are like, no, we'll get it later. Don't worry about it. But they don't explain why. And we saw one of these as the batch flew in, but there are Nexu crawling all over Silicamai. Yeah, it looked like a Nexu and cub. It wasn't a fully grown one, that's for sure. No, because that would have been too quick for any of them to do mm. anything about. But yes, yeah, so there's a small Nexu that's just stalking her at that point. She picks up the ball, and it's that moment of, there's something behind you, and everybody else is freaking out. And you're like, huh? what are you so crazy about? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's right behind me. Oh, I'm staring at it and I can't move because terrifying. And this is where we see Sue once again become a badass with her long marksman rifle. Just with, taking shots at it, but not actually she hits it once, I think. Yeah, and then she like warning shots it for like two more times. Which I don't understand. She just taken it out, but that's for the discussion points. Yeah. <laughs> um so but they she gets taken care of and she gets saved, and that she gets a big scolding from Hunter, big bro hunter, who <laughs> hasn't really dealt with kids other than to this point that we know of, Caleb, who's gone. Yeah, and, and he, he also failed miserably in his yeah. uh, to talk with Caleb. Yeah, and Omega at this point, which he again he can't reach through to a kid, and he takes the wrong approach, and that's no fault of his. It's more just like mm. he doesn't know how else to. He's a commanding officer at this point, and so he talks to her like one. And we see the big difference in how Cut all these years have really changed him from soldier to family man, because he he gets her to calm down right away and picks her up and carries her in the house the point where she ends up on the ship and she's crying but she's not like sobbing like how she would she looks scared and terrified from mm. what um hunter was saying and this is a big moment for hunter too because he fully opens up and he's like i don't know what to do with her and when they finally come up with their plans to okay what are we gonna do we're gonna get off this place we gotta we gotta go into town and figure out how we're gonna do so and get a shuttle and book passage off in the meantime She's there, and he's like, you know what? You got to take her with you because I don't know what I'm doing, and I can't do this. And you know, she was constantly telling him, "These kids, they're gonna cause problems. They're gonna, they're gonna get into trouble. That's what they do. It's our job to make sure that they don't stay in trouble and they learn from it." And meanwhile, Omega's on the ship, 
um, really having her, she's having a little bit of a character growth moment where she takes off her little metal that's kind of a hair tie at the same time. And she's looking at it just being like, you know, who am I at this point and what do I want? And we don't get an answer from her just then because at the same time, they're all trying to figure out, okay, well, how are we going to get into, how are we going to get into the city without being spotted? Cuts a clone. You can easily see that. How are we going to do this? We all shouldn't be here. We're going to get stopped. We're going to get questioned. Oh, I know. We'll get, uh, Tech comes up with the brilliant idea of getting mm. the Imperials to tow the ship into the city itself so they can get in there. Um, they do that and let Hunter know who freaks out because he already knows that Omega is on the ship at the moment and that's where things really start to take a downturn. So we get into the city, into the center, and we see announcements from big hologram human who's, you know, the Empire is here to do everything nice <laughs> for you. And if you have any old credits, you can get them you can get them converted to Imperial credits. And so we see right away, like this is this is like within days of everything switching over to empire they're already converting stuff they're already setting their dogmas into play and there's there's a nice little like subtle evil in there because yeah they are, they do say like yeah any any republic credits you have we can swap them over to imperial credits they're invaluable now. bring bring them to us and get us a, a chain code while you're at it because yes. you can't you can't get those that new money without being put in the system yeah and yeah, you can't and use so... the old republic credits anymore they're useless yeah. So when the, and they hear this, and right away Hunter's just like chain code. What's a chain code? And they speak to a local, and it's like you don't have your chain codes. Well, huh? You're gonna have to go get those if you wanna if you wanna even get on a ship. And we see an example of an alien trying to get turn aboard a ship that he's already booked passage for, and they're kicking him off. I mean, like, nope, nope, you can't get in here. You need to have a chain code. You don't you have your mask on, this. sir. You need to get the hell off this ship. Pretty much. <laughs> That's and, essentially what's happening right now. So the new plan of attack is, okay, we need chain codes. Can we forge those? Yes, we can. We just need to get into their system, which reminds you, if you've watched Solo, it's that same kind of setup they have where you got to put things into the little drawer and you push it in, and then they can verify stuff from inside. So that's the echo and tech side of the plan to get into one of those systems, grab a bunch of blank ones, and forge them for the family plus Omega to get off of Salukamai. Mm -hmm. And they'll just blast their way out because they're the Bat Batch. However, <laughs> this impounded ship is proving too tough for the two techies to really get ready and set to get out of there. Meanwhile, everybody else has these really tense moments of, oh God, they're going to see him. They're they're gonna know they're gonna know cuts a clone and we we constantly have these tense moments and from there Omega is just like okay the chips are done I'm gonna go run them over and they'll be able to get through no problem problem <laughs> she gets caught she oh she makes it to she makes it over to them but oh, she gets, they have, yeah they have to cause a distraction for her to get them over to them so now once they do. Hunter's just like, okay, yes, you're, you're going to go with them. And I didn't tell you before because I didn't want you to freak out. But yeah, you're going with them because we can't protect you. We can't watch over you all the time. So you need to go. They'll give you something that we can't, which is, you know, a good life without war for now. A family. Yes. So the, he runs off and she's just like, oh, no, he's leaving me behind. And like what did, she asks, what did I do? Why do you want to get rid of me? 
Like it's yeah, like it's her fault that she did something is what her because she's is. still trying to work through what happened earlier. Exactly, and she's mm-hmm. barely over that. So when she walks up to Sue and Sue kind of looks at her, being just like, "I'm gonna ask you again because no no adult is actually asking you in this way. What, what do you want and what do you mm-hmm. want to do? That happens off screen, but she gives that look like she's about to as Hunter's running off. Um, so they are in mid fight. Well, this is now Wrecker. Echo and Tech are mid-fight trying to get their ship freed because they got Lando Calrissian <laughs> and their ship's impounded and mm-hmm. it's got this huge, I guess they, it's got this huge boot on it. Yeah. And so while while Echo's trying to take care of that and he can't, Hunter makes it back. Wrecker just rips the thing off because, I love you, it. Know, you know, Super Saiyan Wrecker. Yeah, get it off. Point. It's not responding. Don't worry about it. And just rips it off. So crazy. But of course, at that moment, um, Omega, sh- they see the shuttle taking off. So it's like, all right, we're good. And Omega's just like, hey, don't leave me behind. Hunter, she's like, are you kidding me? She's still here. But there's no hesitation. He runs right over because a stormtrooper has her and he's got her by the foot. And he's like, no, you're not getting away. Blasts him. Like, <laughs> she's on the ground. He's just like, that one right to the head. He is cold in this scene. And he's just eliminating him like John Wick. It is beautiful to see. And he's got her and he rushes her onto the ship. They get onto the ship and blast off. So now Salukamai, there's no going back there for now. They're, they take an off planet and then that's where Hunter and Omega finally have their heart to heart. Just, you know, I know I'm on Omega's side. I know I have a lot to learn. I know I need to do this. I know, I know, I know, but I want to be here. This is where I want to be. And then Hunter actually opens up and he's just like, I don't know what I'm doing either. And I really have a lot to learn too. So let's get through this together. Let's get into the discussion now. I'm just surprised. You know, they call each other brothers all the time. I'm surprised he didn't actually call her sister at that moment. Yeah. Because that would have really... That would have been like, okay, yes, no more of that conflict. We're not going back to this. No, you can't be here, anything like that. You want to be here, you want to be here. We treat you like sister yeah. at that point, right? So hopefully that's something we'll see in the upcoming episodes as well, just more of that development, because we know she's already attached to Hunter that way, where she's mimicking him from the last episode, and he's the one she really talks to, yeah. and that's where the school is. But it's always been between those two. Wrecker, she's kind of just had fun with. Oh, he's shit. a big, he's a big yeah. kid, yeah. Exactly, right? He has the brain of a six-year-old, so he... They Don't play catch with him. He'll probably throw the ball way too hard. <laughs> and then apologize and probably throw it really soft. That's yeah. the redeeming thing with him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but I want to see... Because she... In the last episode, um, she was watching Tech as he was setting up the hyperdrive ready to take off, and she was fascinated. So I want to see more of that development. Like, you know, he'll show her, like, how to, how to fly the ship and how to do different things. Mm-hmm. Echo is just kind of creepy. I think she'll be like <laughs> a jack-of-all-trades. I feel like she's going to be like a, a Boba yes. Fett type and, like jack of all trades type thing i think he's just want another boba fett no i honestly i just <laughs> I, I don't see what her purpose is apart from just being like the female django you know what i mean and mm. so it's like if she's hanging out with all these people that have specialties and she's learning from all of them that kind of just turns you back into Django fett in a way right like that's his skill set is all these things to that's, a higher degree basically right? she'll yeah. i get what you're saying because she'll be around after they're gone yeah and right. so she needs to have the best aspects of all of them, which she won't because they are special in the ways they are. And she, we don't know what her 
special quirk is not if it's just special quirk girl that's terrible yeah yeah it's not See, gonna be the the two the two things that i feel like would be the laziest are that special quirk girl and special quirk we just pushed all the bad batches quirks into you hmm. like i feel yeah, like, like the, she, she the, has them to like a lesser degree but has all of them or even like depending on what they're what they're planning on doing with them, like, uh, just saying like, oh no, you're you have all of them. You're like the perfect bad batch. No, I don't you're think like she all would be at once. That, that's awful. just. I hope not. That's I'm the that Deadpool is of one the bad of the ones that's, Basically, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I that that's I hope that's not what it turns out being, but yeah. that is like the easiest one I can see them doing. Basically, the one thing I just thought of is was like, okay, long. Let's play the long game here. Okay, let's let's do a little bit of like forward thinking on this all right so the 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 thing i was just thinking about what we're talking about is i'm like yeah it's like a female Django fett kind of thing like she's gonna be there when she everyone else is gone but who's still around boba book of boba fett in the comics he has his own family with his own wife and daughter he might have like a weird sort of like come back to like a connection for like this stuff and then no. they are like brother sister no. pause. okay pause. okay Book of boba. she's not being trained as a mandalorian no she's not but okay. boba's not a mandalorian yeah. either yes he is no i i thought see i thought you were saying that up for being like oh maybe boba and omega get no, together no like, no, yeah, no 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 brother, brother sister brother sister <laughs> this ain't luke, luke and leia no we're not going there yeah, like, no but they're like they're like that's the connect like instead of in uh like they had in the eu where he has his own family he mm. has his own like like his actual family his sister right that he mm. is like hanging out with or like she's part of like she joins up with him or something um like i don't know where they're gonna go with it because obviously this is right before the empire like as the empire is coming up we're versus well, the, the empire's already gone five years so that's a long and, time between and that's the other thing too is just wondering about the age difference between them because we don't know how old omega is right now but boba's like 13 oh, yeah, 14 at this point right like he, yeah and is he? Is, I thought he'd be like 16, 17? No? Teenagers? Like young in Rebels, yes. We're not in Rebels yeah. yet. In, We're just starting on Rebels, maybe in like the next five years. Okay. Well, okay. In, in, yeah, because well, the only thing I remember is that Boba would have been 13 or 14 in Revenge of the Sith, and that's why George Lucas didn't put him in. Because there was an original, Mace Windu was originally supposed to die getting killed by Boba. Yeah, yeah. Um, but George Lucas took him out because he was like, too young of a teenager i guess he said yeah. which always bugged me because i was like I, I, what does I was it matter you yeah. have young jedi splicing things in half like, yeah yeah um, you you killed your son in that same movie right yeah. it's like, uh, so uh, i think i think there's going to be a long game with omega and i think it has something to do with boba fett thinking about I it think, now there's i don't know what the other long game is going to be that's here, the thing i'll splice i'll splice your theory with mine sure because what I felt during that whole, oh, they're trying to get through the checkpoints and then trying to escape and everything like that, that is where the biggest Karen Travis, like, uh, Delta Squad, or sorry, Omega Squad books hit me because when they're trying to get off of Coruscant and smuggle a Tain off it to the checkpoint and to get away, mm. they're already gotten that kind of family moment and everything, right? But then Order 66 happens, and no matter how much they try, tragedy and tragedy and tragedy. That's why you mm. could almost feel almost like somebody's going to die here. And yeah. like, it gives yeah. you that feeling, right? Like, and but the whole the whole gist of what um Cal Scarado was trying to do was trying to get his little family and get to Mandalore and get away from everything and just live and just be mm -hmm. fine. So I think with the Bad Batch doing what they do, it's like I think that's where it's gonna kind of evolve more to. It's just like this is a child now, and you all you, all of you are like taking care of her, and it's just like, well, why? 
training her to fight, yes, but as an afterthought, because mm. all you want to do in this new era is learn to survive and try to live somewhere away from all of this, right? And we don't know how much quote-unquote Mandalorian training they have because that's not really been talked about at all in the new canon. Yeah. And who went and trained them and everything like that. Because all we see, especially in, even in the corners, you see like the two trainers or whatever, but that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we see them training people. It's like, did they train the Bad Batch too? Or are the Bad Batch so specialized that they just went into their own thing and they trained themselves? Um, if they're with their own simulations and stuff like that, because as they go and they teach her everything, it's like, okay, great. When you're, when you're alone and you're gone, what are you going to be doing? You're not trained to be a bounty hunter like, like Boba is. So he has another unique set of skills and yeah. all the things he puts them through and experience. Um, you can be not so much sniper because Crosshair isn't there, but it's like, you know, what's, what's mm-hmm. Wrecker going to teach her, right? Because she won't be able to mimic his strength. Yeah. What's Hunter going to teach her? Because she doesn't have his King Crimson. Um, <laughs> tech can teach her. And she can learn all that stuff, but as in terms of computational speed and everything like that, and same with Echo, like she won't be able to do that. Mm. So she can just be, mm. she can just be a, you know what we we said we didn't want it, but it might just turn out to be that way. She could be super. She could be like the Gwendolyn uh, Christie, like the Phasma. People are actually. <laughs> I saw theories online. It's like she's actually Phasma. No, she's oh, actually no, Snoke. And I'm like, get the hell out of here. Don't don't stupid, ruin her character. Like, I'm not saying she will be, but she, she won't be in that kind of yeah. role where she's just like she's super soldier that can be super soldier. Kind well, of the the one thing that she could get from Echo is arc trooper training. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair. Like, Fair, ste- right? like stealth training. We got like tech stuff from tech, obviously. Although stealth stealth. Tr- Training from Echo, I don't know about that because he gets Hunter. caught trying to take the boot off the, the I mean, ship. He, right? did, he did sneak in, get all the stuff, and then get out that's without true. being caught. Yeah, that's true. Like, Hunter can teach her all that stuff. The, like about. the hunting skills mm-hmm. and like yeah, kind of so tracking. There's definitely things that she could learn. There are just good abilities she could find. She'll she'll have a cap as to what she'll be able to do. So she's I see her right now like a three star servant that could turn into a four star. Yeah, <laughs> what um, is this? A great way to put Grand it. order. Damn um, right it is. <laughs> there's a there's a uh, the thing I wanted to mention here with uh, cut and sue and the kids oh, and stuff well, like that. Sorry, going back to because I've got one more point about yeah. Omega, but yeah, it's, it, it is a yeah, just one thing that I think is a good sign for a character is i mean we're already speculating on what she's going to be doing later on in the series right like she it's only we're only two episodes in but she's a good enough character that we're already invested with her which i think is a good sign i feel like they wouldn't yeah. have brought her in this if there wasn't a reason to have her you know what i mean there oh, has to be definitely. something right like the the most basic reason is it's a kid's show you have the kid character yeah. to relate like and then from rebels and and it's a blank slate too you have someone that if anything comes up that all the rest of the characters should know then she doesn't yeah you explained it to her right but a lot of the times those characters can be super annoying yeah. the first one i think of is hope from final fantasy 13 um yeah. if you do it that way it's just a you know why are they there they're just a, a huge annoyance even ezra to a smaller degree right at in the, the beginning, beginning yeah and yeah. i would say even like when we saw ezra in the beginning of rebels or ahsoka have, even yeah, yeah. who, who oh, would have yeah. thought that ezra was the one who takes down takes down in quotation marks thrawn yeah like we would have not thought of that at all and like that's where the potential of Omega comes in. It's like, she's going to do something that's going to be very interesting to the Star Wars canon. I don't think it's going to be the same degree as taking Thrawn out of the picture, but yeah. like, he's going to be just, doing something. And I think it, the the perfect middle ground is going to be with Boba, I feel, but... We'll see, me. right? But just just watching the integration, because we talked about it in the season seven thing, right? But, you know, uh, when Ahsoka when Ahsoka and Ezra were both introduced, they both had... Uh, People hated it. 
Some yeah, people, people didn't did. like either of their characters. They hated Ahsoka a lot more than Ezra. Yeah. But I yeah. would also argue that Ahsoka has become a much more beloved character than Ezra has. I'd say that, um, yeah, Ahsoka is definitely yeah. more beloved, but Ezra has become quite a... He is, but I still, I can still see, no. I can still see a lot of people who get it are still annoyed with Ezra throughout all of Rebels. Mm. Yeah, I might fall into that category a bit. I love him, yeah, and I can great. see why. I did like him after the time skip, but not by much because he still kept making dumb choices. <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. Um. He, but here, but yeah. But sorry, I think we were about to say the same thing. But yeah, with Omega, it's it's completely the opposite, right? Which is nice to see. I can see because because she doesn't show up in the later things. They have to get her one point. You know where I see her falling into? And because we've been introduced to him already, mm. she will be a companion of some sorts to Jin Erso for a while. Because we've already been introduced to Saw Gerrera. They don't know what they're going to do or where they're going to go or how they're going to develop stuff. So if they want to mm. continue fighting all this stuff, look who's still there. Look who's still fighting. Look who's fighting the good fight. There's no Rebel Alliance at this point yet. But you oh, do have Saw and his his. Do you think she's gonna join up with Saw? Yeah, I think they're going to join up with Saw for a bit. Okay. And towards the end see of it, it, and then when he starts to get to the part where like he, if we get to see the part where like Saw goes hardcore Saw Guerrera, like I feel like that's the point when they well, leave. See, we don't know what causes Saw to start getting all his cybernetics and become like prototype Vader, right? Mm. So at that point, it's just like you know maybe in whatever caused that and he got away, he's got a thing for saving kids. Right? You know how I always um, say that that's, a, that's in the books? That's in the books. What? How Sagarera becomes what he is in in Rogue One. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. It is, yeah. Okay, because I was going to say, like, maybe there's an event where the Batch is there to help, and they're in this unwinnable situation, so they're, they're like, Omega goes with you, yeah. and you take care of her and everything, and they go do their suicide thing, and they're gone. To be so fair, though, like, that could happen, because we've already retconned canon, like, once with this show, right? Yeah. Right. With so if that scene. happens, and then you know she's there, and she's trying to, she already has her skills, so she's doing runs. She's like the Cassian in that group. Sure. Right. And mm -hmm. then Jin comes along, and it's just like, oh, who's she? It's like, oh, well, I'll help her learn some stuff. She's gonna leave anyway. And mm -hmm. but what maybe maybe what causes her what causes her to leave? Oh, Jin, you know, something happened with this and this and this, and then she comes back, she's gone, and then Jin gets mad. No, she's gone, and that's mm -hmm. why she's separated from the. Um, what do they call partisans. themselves? She's separated from the partisans at that point, right? Okay. So I don't know. There's a lot follow, of things I can follow that, that logic loosely, up. sure. Yeah. Because by the end of it, he's just like, oh, Jin, after all this time, you're back, you're back, you're back. Why did she leave? She's mad about something. What's mm -hmm. she mad about? Could it have to do with Omega? That would be interesting. I assume the Bad Batch is going to die by the end of the series. But Maybe not this season. They'll try. To, I could see them trying to carry this on for least Yeah, part. season two or three. But maybe. I mean, like by the end of the Bad Batch, like oh yeah, series. Yeah. yeah, not maybe not the end of the season, but like the series itself. Because because if not, it's the same quote. Like where were they? Why weren't they in the same situation that Rex and Wolf and That's Gregor my point. Were? Yeah. Why, why weren't they part of the rebellion? Exactly. Why weren't they as even you, on the as radar? As much as you like mm -hmm. them or anything like that, they are gonna get that Rogue One ending. They have mm. to. They're part of the ascendancy now. <laughs> it would it would be interesting if you know like we said maybe they join up with the partisan or Sargo Rara's original rebels maybe if if there's i could see there being something in there as well in season two or three if they do that of them actually forming you know not forming the rebellion but helping you know connect the dots to allow the actual rebel alliance to start to form mm -hmm. maybe they maybe they're what makes mon mothma actually useful 
Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe she'll I will actually get some good, you know, limelight character development for Mon Mothma. I mean, I highly doubt it, but still. <laughs> you never know. You never know. For this episode specifically though, I really like the cut and Sue and the kids and like Omega playing with the kids and mm-hmm. like going through these things and seeing Hunter like, you know, mm-hmm. um really like lay into her for a second and then realize, oh no, that's yeah, you're right, cut. Like I that's not what we should be doing here. Right. Mm-hmm. And then cut shows like his fatherly kind of not charm but it's like his fatherly um, instincts i guess and his, what he's learned as a father and i don't know it, it was just a really interesting thing when they're like oh yeah we don't want to go with you because you're wanted men it's like well they could just drop you off on a remote planet and like the matter of yeah. you know a hyperspace jump and you'd be fine but then ed you brought up the thing of if they needed to leave that planet they wouldn't have chain codes and they wouldn't have been able to forge yeah. them so that makes sense as why the events did what they did well, especially because if you think about how quickly all this is happening, and even when they went back to Camino, and it was just like, yeah, what are your clearance codes? Yeah. Right? To give them up, mm-hmm. or you're going to get blasted out of the air. Um, we, we already, we're already seeing a lot of that. So no matter where they go to, they drop out of hyperspace, and it's just like, oh, you're here? Clearance codes, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have any. You're going to turn around right now. Like, having a, a few more kids on board with that, and, and your wife at that point, he's not going to start thinking logically at that point. He's going to start going nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so it was all in all it's just a bad decision so he cannot be with them anymore because he's not about that life anymore exactly mm-hmm. one one thing with cut that always confused me a little bit is i don't understand how clone hair color works everyone's got black hair except for the ones that don't like tech doesn't have black hair yeah and then uh don't cuts. put the batch into that because they're they are modified so That's that true. could be just genes on in rebellion just going like oh no you have this and you have this because he, yeah he needs glasses apparently at that point yeah that's, that's a good point because he keeps uh, touching them it's like oh they are glasses they're not just nice fancy goggles yeah but cut's got like a, a deep like deep red brown hair color and i was like how how do you get that i don't but I then at the same time sorry go Oh, no, sorry. But then at the same time, one thing that's also always bugged me is when Rex looks shaved, his hair always looks like the stubble always looks like it's blonde. And that also really always messed with me. I I always took that to be like, those are the clones really doing what they can to just be different. Mm. And so I could see Rex, even if he he still shaves it, he still puts that dye on or whatever it is, because it probably works different. And then he just goes into a thing and be like, okay, scan my hair. (laughs) <laughs> okay, change the color. Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah. Like, w- with Cut being where he is, I can see him like taking one of like the native like plants or fruit or something like that, and legit make, and then seeing Sue make a dye for him. That's so that, true. Because if you're if all these clones are walking around with black hair and everything like that, why the hell would he keep that? Yep. Yeah. And if you point. want to dye and anything like that, well, here's the next best thing because you're already seeing the aging because he's got grays. Yeah, so and that's go that way anyway. And that's the one reason I was thinking that it wasn't die was just because he's got that gray streak. But I mean, yeah, yeah that's a good point. You could go around that. But I, I do also like that that we see, right? We can see the cuts starting to suffer from the accelerated aging process. Mm-hmm. Although the accelerated aging, does, if Rex is any indication, the accelerated aging really doesn't do that much to you. <laughs> true, true. Once you hit a certain age, it's like, oh, God, now you're just an old man. Yeah. Because well, they- again... Oh, sorry. Good. Yeah, in the old canon, it made it seem like they would live for about twenty years, and that was mm-hmm. it. They'd be mm-hmm. gone. But then we start to hear more and more, where it's just like the Empire has been around for twenty years, and Vader's still talking to Sergeant um, Sergeant. Christ. Oh, yeah, that's right. And yeah, he yeah. is he is a clone, but he's older. 
but not old where he's like decrepit and needs a cane. He's just yeah. he's an aged soldier, so it's just like you know he's still kicking strong. So it's like eh, they they may live till fifty if they're really good about it. Yeah. But they die so quickly. It's just like they're more concerned about how fast they can push them out rather than how fast they actually live. Yeah, because again, with uh, Ed's point in one of the Carrie and Travis books, Hard Contact with Omega Squad. There's a quote that always stuck with me where at the beginning of one of the chapters, it's a quote from a clone trooper who's in a clone retirement home. And I'm pretty sure that he's 17 when like he gives his age, basically. Yeah, oh, see, okay. that's, that's the terrifying yeah. bit. Yeah. And so so that's, you know, that, that was the moniker that stuck in my head for the longest time was, yeah, it's accelerated aging to a point where by like 20, you're probably dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with new canon, it seems like you can last clones can last a lot longer than that yeah. which is interesting because i think they just didn't get that contact from it's like oh no we'll humanize them so much that we'll just take away that fact and i was like well then you've yeah. taken away a big chunk of why they're so they need to get everything done now and this war has to be done now because mm. like, if that war went on for like another five ten years or a 20 year war that you wouldn't have guys like rex around for very long at that yeah point. yeah which does also make sense, right? You put all that experience and training into a soldier. You don't want them gone in two years, right? Exactly. Any other points for this one? Um, Nexu were cool to see again. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Nexu Cup was kind of cool. I really enjoyed yeah. that. The fact of, that they're switching over really fast, but they don't have E11s yet. So they're mm-hmm. still holding their DC-15s and blasting with those. Like, the armor yeah. is that changed up yet. Everything. I feel like all those are on the assembly line while Tarkin's trying to figure out his quote-unquote imperial army mm. but by episode three or four i can imagine them being really changed because the helmets are almost there we're gonna get mm. vader showing up in the next little bit either through hologram or something like that because like i'd love to see record try to see something like oh i could take that guy and just be like oh please try yeah, yeah. <laughs> please try but there's all the changes are happening and at the rate they're happening right now i don't know where they could end up where they'd be like okay what do because doing a villain of the week kind of thing with them makes no sense Mm, they're a special squad but like they don't have orders so they just have their own things so it's just like okay what do you do you went to salukamai because you had a friend you thought you could like help you you help them but what do now you just escaped so what are you gonna do you have a guy chasing you around so you know you need to get away but where and do what? So I, they have to be going to Guerrera because he's he's the only one that's offered them something to do and something they can do because they've been trained to do, which is fight. The the only other thing I could see them doing is, because he has mentioned in this episode, is trying to uh, find and connect with Rex. True. Because... You know, granted from what, you know, we've already seen the Caleb Doom and uh, Deepa Balaba cameos what do you think is the over under that they're going to run into rex and maybe even ahsoka yeah they've already mentioned him too right yeah so although they... They, the, the way they mentioned him it sounds like he was on his own so maybe he's already split up front with uh, ahsoka at this point ahsoka's yeah, think... never met batch either so yeah yeah that we know of yeah you're right because that is one other thing right we never learn when uh rex and ahsoka part ways mm-hmm. after uh season seven so who knows? We don't even know what Ahsoka's doing. Series, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we have no idea what Ahsoka's oh, up well, to at the by moment. By this point, she's probably headed to... She's planet hopping right now. Mm. She's, she's yep. just trying to yeah. find places to settle down to get away from the Empire, but they keep showing up, so she has to keep moving. And uh, she explains this in her book. 
then she finally gets oh, to that one yeah. place, and then it's just like, oh god, here they are again. But this time, I can't run away. Yeah, if the yeah, book, if there, the book is still accurate, right? Because we even yeah. ran to the canon retcon on that one as well. Yeah, was it right. actually? Well, the one because we remember like her lightsabers and stuff. She does like the story That's... in the book and the story in the end of Clone Wars season seven. They're at the same exact time, and two different things yeah. happen. And you know the the whole uh, farm stuff, as far as we know, doesn't happen anymore either. Yeah. But she still takes the blades and makes them. Is that rebels? Oh, that's afterwards. That's yeah, that's, that's afterwards. That's, that's later. Yeah. Because yeah. that's after she's uh, dropped her lightsabers off, and then there's a period of blank space between then and when she starts running into the Inquisitorius. Because mm-hmm. that's when she remakes the lightsabers. Because she does the stupid. I can heal Yo. this kyber crystal, and now they become gray. Because we have to fucking evanescence our lightsabers to make them red kyber these days. <laughs> <sighs> I thought it was three days grace. <laughs> yeah, either one. <laughs> yeah, this this episode, I I enjoyed it. It was a good second episode. Definitely liked the first one more, but this had a lot of good things to kind of give us a little bit more hints of what might happen in the future. I think. Mm. Um. Mm. Yeah. Let's uh, round it out, guys. Before we get to how you can contact us, I'm just going to let you know that we still have our contest running until May 30th, and you can win your copy of Limited Run Games Star Wars the Old or Star Wars Republic Commando for the <laughs> PS4, and it's a limited edition copy with a whole bunch of extras and like steel case and, and nice slip case and stuff like that. So go to Instagram and Twitter and look at our rules on those posts to enter. You have until May 30th to do so. Ed, do you want to let them know how they can contact us? Yeah, so if you want to contact us, uh, there's several ways you can. If you need any more information on that, you can find it at voiceoftheforce.com. If you'd like to email us about this episode or any episode or just things you want to talk about, you can uh, email us at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. If you are more keen on social media, if you have Twitter or Instagram, you can find us there with the handle at voiceofthepod. Anything that we post that you retweet is a big help and is very much appreciated. And if you listen, rate, review, subscribe, and follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, or any other major podcast platform, if you leave a five-star review, it's appreciated. And we'll love you all the more the same and continue to put out the best content that we can. But if you do subscribe, which is for free, or follow, which also is for free, uh, you'll get notifications on uh, any episode as soon as it releases. Uh, it's already happening on Spotify. It's most likely happening on Apple and Google Podcasts as well. Um, SoundCloud, I said I would check out. But I know for a fact those ones, but they'll be like, hey, new episode up. And they'll give you the date and when and everything. So be sure to follow for that sort of notification. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Bad Batch, Season 1, Episode 2, Cut and Run. And as always, remember, good soldiers follow orders.